Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mr. Hicks Sports Podcast. We are here getting it in once again, time and time again. I am really enjoying doing what we're doing. Really happy with the show so far. It is day four. It is show four. Trying to be consistent, trying to really get this work in and can keep this content going. And uh, so I'm a big college sports fan, uh, mostly college football. And um, so I decided to go with a college football special today. There's a, a lot of stuff going on in the offseason with uh, the NFL draft just got done with NIL, with the transfer portal. A lot of things that have not been crazy heavy in past years, but are extremely heavy this year. And so we had the draft just recently and Georgia had, what was it, 15? 15 total players drafted. That is the most players drafted in the seven-round playoff era. And then they also had five defensive players um, drafted in the first round. Five. The, the caliber of that defense is absolutely amazing. So before I go any further, let me just say that the the, um, the title of this podcast is going to be the uh, No Bulldog Dynasty. Yeah, so... Georgia's on top of the world right now. They had uh, five defensive players, which gave them a historically good defense. 15 players drafted in the first round. Just came off a national championship, their first national championship uh, in since 1980. A huge, huge fan base, really strong SEC team. And they finally got over the hump and they got one. And not only did they... Did they win a national championship? They beat the Dark Empire. They beat Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide to do it. So you can, there's nothing you can say. You can't take anything away from this team. But um, I'm just asking for the Bulldog fans to um, slowly roll a little bit, dog. There's a lot of excitement, a lot of, hey, uh, this could be the beginning of something special. We, we, I think this is going to be. The Bulldog Dynasty. I think this is going to be our. It's going to be our turn. First of all, let me just. As, as long as Nick Saban is is coaching, nobody can live without fear. Just forget about it. Like he's 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 in, he's like he's always there. No matter how good you're doing, you know he's there. No matter how bad they're doing, you know he's there. It's it's not like New England in the NFL where Tom left and suddenly they're a dumpster fire. It's, it's Nick. He loses coaches every year. He loses players every year. He reloads and he gets right back at you. So uh, don't think that because you uh, think the stuff is kind of sweet right now, that that's going to be an easy ride to get back to the championship game. So, um, so why don't I think that Georgia is going to win another national championship anytime soon? Uh, well, Totally understand why you would ask that. Uh, mostly because of the, the um, recruit really well. That is a main thing. For those of you who don't know, Kirby Smart is the head coach of the Georgia Bulldogs. He was the longtime defensive coordinator of Alabama. So when Kirby Smart got to Georgia, they said, okay, so we're going to get a piece of this Alabama thing, and we're going to come in here and we're going to win championships. We're just as good as Bama. And Kirby, who had been in the Alabama system for a long time, looked at the Georgia administration and was like, y'all ain't ready. But, but we, we got all this good stuff. We got all these great players. And we got like, no, you don't. Your idea of great stuff, your idea of spending money, your idea of great players is not the same as what goes on in Alabama. I've been there for the past 10 years. 
You don't spend enough money. You don't have enough assistance. You don't have enough analysts. You don't have enough a big enough recruiting budget. You don't have a good enough weight room. You don't have a good enough weightlifting program. You want to be up there with Alabama. You need to recruit a lot better. You need to lift better. You need your your offseason needs to be relentless. Your recruiting needs to be relentless. If you're going to ever beat Bama, and they finally got over the hump. How good is their recruiting? Well, here's where Georgia's, Georgia's been ranked in recruiting in the last five years. In 2021, they were ranked third. 2020, number one. Uh, 2019, they were number two. 2018, they were number one. And 2017, they were number three. So literally the fast five years, they have ranked in the top three in recruiting every single year. And let me tell you this. If you can say that you're a good recruiting team, but basically what that means is they've got more of the top end players in the country than you do. So that over time, over four or five years, that means that I've got probably four or five more four or five star athletes than you do. And in the game of football, that's a huge difference. Like like I said, my son is being recruited right now. Uh, The difference between a three-star guy, by the way, there's a couple thousand three-star guys in the the country. There's about 400 four-star players, and there's only 32 to 35 five-star players every year. That means that those guys, they expect those guys to be first-round NFL picks. If I have three or four or more of those guys than you do, we're going to whoop you. That's all it really takes. I mean, yes, you got to be able to put them in a good position, but generally when my guys are that much better than your guys, we're going to whoop you. And that's how Bama did it for a long time. Bama got a little smarter, but we'll get into that later. So also Georgia has a stable of quarterbacks. So, uh, aside from Stetson Bennett coming back, uh, by the way, in my opinion, Stetson Bennett is not part of that stable of quarterbacks. Uh, they have a four-star Carson Beck. They have five-star Brock Vandergriff behind him. And then they have five-star Gunnar Stockton coming in behind them. So you would imagine that even Georgia couldn't mess this up. However, Georgia's had a history of having a bunch of like really good quarterbacks in the backfield and um, not picking the right one. I have a hard time believing that everybody else on the Georgia bench couldn't have done exactly what Stetson Bennett did. They won that championship despite Stetson Bennett, not really because of him. Let's just let's just be honest about that. So, so um, also the stable of running backs. So they had uh, Zamir White and James Cook just uh, went into the NFL draft, both of them. And right behind them, they got uh, Kendall Milton, who was the number one uh, running back, I want to say in 2020. And then they also have the number one running back in the class of 2021, Mr. Branson Robinson. Branson Robinson might not be human. I mean, they've had some really big, really strong dudes. I mean, Zamir White's a monster. Kendall Milton is big. He's strong. He's fast. But Branson Robinson might be a tank with shoulders. Like, he broke the Mississippi State record in powerlifting. He deadlifted 700 pounds as a high school senior. So not even 18 years old. He's straight bar deadlifted 700 pounds. That is a Hulk smash. That might not be human for somebody that young to be able to do that. It's just, that's not right. And that guy... He's not an offensive lineman. That dude's a running back. 
So that's the kind of thing I'm talking about when I talk about, oh, five-star guy, what does that mean? That's what it means. That means that they do things that young people are really not supposed to be able to do. Um, so Georgia had all that going for them. Georgia had a historic defense. They had lots of depth. They had a great wide receiver in George Pickens. They had really good tight ends. Like a, a Brock Bowers, a, tight, a freshman tight end, comes out of nowhere. They have a six foot seven uh, a tight end by the name of Darnell Washington that just can run like a deer, at like 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 he's a basketball player and he's out there catching uh, touchdown passes. I don't know what you think you're going to do with a six foot seven tight end. I really don't. He's six seven. He's two hundred and sixty pounds. And they've got like three of those because next year they're going to have Eric Gilbert too, and he's six foot five and two hundred and forty pounds. <sighs> so. Having all that, having all that going for you, having it all come together, all the recruiting, uh, uh, all the experience, and Alabama still beat you in the SEC championship game. Alabama still was there fighting against you in the national championship. You had a historic defense and and loaded with weapons. And Alabama had maybe it's well, let's let's go over it. Um they, Alabama started uh, Bryce Young. They started a redshirt freshman. That's not something that you usually win with, but Alabama still managed to do it. Um, they had the worst and most inexperienced offensive line they've had in recent memory. They had a new offensive coordinator this year because Steve Sarkeesian went to Texas, and they had a new running back coach because uh, that coach, uh, Charles Huff, got the head coaching job at Marshall. And you know what happens when somebody gets a head coaching job from your staff, they go back to your staff and they go, hey, you want to stay here and be the wide receivers coach at Alabama? Or do you want to come here and do you want to be the uh, offensive coordinator at Texas? So that's what happens. So there's people come and they take pieces of your offensive staff, off your defensive staff to make up the staff at the place that they're going to go to. Um, they lost both wide receivers to the first round of the NFL draft. Uh, and they had a transfer come in and be the number one wide receiver on their team. That's how, I mean, they still had John Mechie, but remember John Mechie and um, Jamison Williams both got hurt before at the championship. Game. So John Mechie gets hurt in the uh, SEC championship game, I want to say, and then uh, Jamison Williams gets hurt in the championship game. And they were still right there in the fourth quarter. So they lost the top two receivers too. So, um, and then Bama was still there. We think Bama's going to be like all, all summer long, knowing that they lost that championship game. What do you think Nick Saban's going to do? He's going to have those guys whipped up into a frothing, foaming at the mouth, frenzy training to get back on top because that's what they do at Alabama. See, I'm a bit of a historian, and uh, I like to think of Alabama like the Roman legions. Uh, the Roman legions were a fighting force as good as the world had ever seen. And I'm of this mind to this day that the worst thing you could actually do with a Roman legion was beat them. Because if you beat a Roman legion, their pride was hurt. They didn't like that. So if you beat one, they came back with three. If you beat three, they came back with five. They did not stop. And that's what Alabama does. Whatever the season, whatever the reason, whatever the situation is, I need to throw the ball, I'll figure out a way to do that. We need to run it down your throat, we'll figure out a way to do that. And they're going to be right there. 
And even though you were at the your best and they were at their worst, they were still right there. So they're coming back. That redshirt freshman they started last year? Yeah, that's Bryce Young. He ended up winning the Heisman last year. He's going to be the best returning offensive player in college football. And then, by the way, the guy that really should have been there, the guy that really should have won the Heisman, I believe, was Will Anderson, who was a defensive player who was so good that they had to pull him out of the Alabama spring game. Not because he was doing a bad job, but because he was so good, he was just wrecking everything Alabama was trying to do on offense. They were like, Will, you got to come out, man. We can't we can't get anything done with you just out here slapping people for a living. So we would appreciate it if you would just come, come sit down, please. Um, so – then, um, by the way, they bring in a five-star transfer running back from Georgia Tech. This is one of the reasons why I think Alabama is about to be really dangerous because they're not going to miss on a guy twice. If Alabama wants you and you decided to go someplace else, Alabama's just going to wait. Oh, you want to go to Louisville because they told you you're going to start right away? Okay, no problem. We're going to wait two years and wait for you to realize that Louisville ain't uh, nothing like Alabama. And then they're going to, someone's going to come tap on your shoulder and go, um, hey, man, um, how's that Louisville thing going? No, not so good? You want to come play for Alabama? Yeah, I want to come play for Alabama. And then Alabama gets him. The guy's name is Jameer Gibbs, by the way. He transferred into Alabama in January, and, and uh, Nick Saban used him during the practices for the championship game. They said he walked on the field and was immediately the best running back at Alabama. And then the running back who was the number one running back in the country two years ago, Kamar Wheaton, transferred. That's how good the kid was. That <laughs> Kamar Wheaton took one look at this kid and was like, yeah, no thanks, I'm out. Yeah, by the way, and by the, to add insult to injury, to add, this is just ignorant. Like, of all the things that, that I've seen in college football in the last couple of years, this is foul. So, uh, you win the national championship game, and there's an announcement that Stetson Bennett is, is coming back to be the quarterback. Your number one receiver, returning receiver immediately goes in the transfer portal. He's like, yeah, no thanks. Like, I've seen this guy. I want to be a very high draft pick. I know I'm not going to get no numbers. Uh, catching passes from this dude. And then uh, where does he go? Goes to Alabama. So try to wrap your head around that. Um, you beat Georgia in the championship game and your number one wide receiver transfers to your team. I'm not saying it's a fluke. I'm, I'm just saying um, you're best, you, you won that championship game and your best receiver goes to the team that you beat. So, um, now you've got to worry about Alabama coming back. You got Texas A&M with the best recruiting class that was literally ever had this year. Uh, Texas A&M is better, and they're coming. Um, Brian Kelly is at LSU. They're coming. Florida. Uh, whoever knows what's going to happen with the Florida schools. You got Mario Cristobal down there. Um, and it takes the Miami job. If anything, the new coaches at Miami and Florida and Florida State are going to make it harder to pull kids out of Florida. So Georgia generally has a few kids out of, out of Florida. Everybody generally does. But when, when Florida teams are bad, it's easy to get kids out of there. So now it's going to be harder to do that. So it's going to be harder for you to recruit. USC is going to be good real soon. And then you're going to have an expanded playoff system. So I really believe that Georgia got one while the getting was good. Because I don't think they're going to be getting one again. Anytime soon. Enjoy. Enjoy the championship, Bulldogs. Enjoy it. That's my show tonight. Really enjoyed myself. I am out.